Hello everybody and welcome to episode 31 of The Vlogs. Tonight I am joined by Nicholas. How's it going Timothy and everybody else? And Sexual Seth. Greetings listeners. And I'm also joined by Peter Parker tonight. Hello everyone. Uh, I think... And we're supposed to have a fifth member as well, but I don't know that he'll ever be coming back. I think he's, uh, it seems like our friend Ian McKinnis has gotten lost in the Grinder app. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. He's so absorbed in that now. It's really taken over his life. <laughs> it's taking all of his Every attention. Every time we go out with him, he's always, like, in the men's room for a really long time. <laughs> and, like... If that's how he wants to live, that's fine by us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I just think he, should, he could be a little more transparent about it. We are his friends. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need to keep it a secret. Like, we all know. <laughs> I will say that he completely ignored all of our messages and is currently playing... He's online playing a game called The Finals. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, he, I played that last night, and I uninstalled it after, like, an hour. Oh really? Is it you terrible? It. Uh, it wasn't that bad. It was just not very worth playing. I guess gotcha. it's it wasn't terrible, but it was very frustrating. But I can talk about that in a little bit. Okay. So I do have some cool stories that I've collected for us, um, including buying tickets to my favorite band and a hot trailer for a new game coming out in 2025 but first how have you guys been lately i have been good mhm um, everything the new job has been great um uh, i mean still training but um doing more of my actual job now nice yeah starting to get into a little bit of a rhythm there yeah figuring out what it is that i need to do yeah it's been pretty good nice right here it's around the corner i'm semi-dreading that (laughs) if we had a competition we did a potluck this past week and I brought in croquettes, and I would have won the voting of best food item brought if there were voting. Uh, I don't want to make a, anyone else feel bad. Can I ask what a croquette is? You've had them before. It's turkey, uh, roux, you bread them, bake them, seasonings. They're like little balls. Oh, okay. Deliciousness. Interesting. Um, uh, Seth, how's your new job going? Uh, it's going pretty good. Um, it's picked up a little bit for me. It's getting a little busier. Nice. Uh, actually, really hard to uh, <laughs> do damage control sometimes on like things that are out of my control. It's tough to get used to, but... Mm. Uh, it is what it is, you know. Just do the best I can. Sure. 
So when I mess up something that is in my control, it's even worse because um, <laughs> I feel like I'm already kind of swamped dealing putting out other fires. Yeah. To make more work for myself is, you know. Sure. Very counterproductive, obviously. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it's going good. Um, found out I have a pretty severe vitamin D deficiency, which is uh, kind of explains why I'm kind of fatigued lately. So. Yeah. Are there any like supplements or anything you can take for that? Yeah, I'm on some vitamin D supplements. Hopefully, they, uh, you know, help out a lot with that. Vitamin D is pretty, pretty essential, folks. Sure. Is that the stuff that you get from like sunlight? It is. I think there's two kinds. I think there's like a active and an inactive, and I think oh. you get one of those from sunlight. Damn. Um, most of it you're supposed to get from food. Oh, okay. Fish, pork, certain vegetables. You should try drinking Sunny D. That's what I ask everyone who's giving me any medical <laughs> advice on vitamin D deficiency. I'm always like, can I just drink Sunny D? Wouldn't that get it done? <laughs> it's worth a try, <laughs> if nothing else, you know. Yeah, but otherwise, doing good, happy, staying awesome. in my hobbies, doing what I do. Nice, Peter. How are things with you? Good. The uh, the semester just wrapped up, so I'm just kind of enjoying my time off, and mm -hmm. um, we'll be doing a little bit of traveling for for Christmas. Nice. Are you going to? Uh, where are you going? Africa. Oh, uh, no, just, just, just to visit <laughs> just my kidding. dad. Yeah. Nice. Yes, Christmas is coming up. Uh, it's a scary thought. I think it's only two weeks away now. What do we got? Spring's getting closer, right? Yeah, about two weeks. Two and a half weeks, yeah. But, um, yes, I've actually completed, like, half of my Christmas shopping this year, which is nice, because... Mm. Usually I wait till like five days before and the shelves are empty and it's a struggle. But I've actually utilized some online shopping this year, which is weird for me. But it turns out it's very convenient. You're branching out into the real world, Tim. Yeah. I just, I really enjoy the experience of going to a store and like f looking at something, feeling it in my hand. Uh, and you know, bringing it to the counter, purchasing it—it's a nice feeling to it. Mm -hmm. And it's you know instant yeah. when you buy stuff online, waiting like four or five days. Yeah, I mean it's you and all the other old people keeping those uh, stores alive. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like it though. I hope I hope a uh, traditional retail never goes away. Uh, I don't think Yeah. Likewise, it's very useful for, like, clothing shopping. I yeah, think it's really... going to become more, like, um, monopolized, though. Mm. Yeah. You're going to see fewer but bigger stores. Walmarts everywhere. Yeah. I mean, they already are. It is. It's already gone that way, so. And that's why we shoplift. Heck yeah. <laughs> so okay so let's get into the podcast uh we don't have any emails this week because db cooper's db cooper 
He's lazy. Thank goodness, man. Yeah, those angles were fucking shit. Didn't we give him shit last time because he hadn't sent us an email? Yeah, well, when I talked to him the other day, he said that he hasn't even listened to the episode yet. That (laughs) punk-ass bitch. So, yeah. He didn't even get to hear the awesome slams that we had against him. Mm. So. Well, his loss. Yeah. We don't need his content anyway. We got plenty of other (laughs) good stuff. (laughs) Um... So no emails, but I'm curious. Do we have an ad read this week, Seth? Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. You know. <laughs> you gotta give credit where credit is due. And I gotta give credit to my favorite credit card company, MasterCard. (laughs) You're feeling irresponsible, frivolous, careless, (laughs) absolutely reckless with your finances. You can put anything on this. Wow. Yeah, and the best part anything? when, When you rack up enough debt with one of these, you can transfer to a new one. (laughs) <laughs> and get 0% APR for 18 months with a balanced transfer card. I've kept wow. this loop going for seven years now. I haven't paid a lick of interest, <laughs> and I have been buying stuff I have no business buying and staying in debt, thanks to MasterCard. So if you guys don't have one, get one. Wow, that was beautiful. Thank you, MasterCard. Thank you very much, MasterCard, for <laughs> all of the debt nationwide. Yes. Thank you. You rock. <laughs> You're really helping people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. So much help. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for the ad read, Seth. Thank you, Seth. That was, yeah. that was great. Okay, so I guess for our first topic, I wanted to talk about, have you guys heard the 2023 uh, Oxford Word of the Year? No. Of the year? Of the year. That's an important word. It was the word used the most or this is the most recommended word for the year it was um it was the word that trended the most online this year ah okay yes okay great so nobody knows it awesome so before i reveal this year's why don't we take a look back in time at some of the previous words of the year Okay. It's pretty funny, actually. So let's go back 10 years, and we'll start in 2013. Um, does anyone want to take a guess at what it was in 2013? YOLO. 2013. I have no idea. 
So I can't even mention the, a guess. These are not traditional words, just so you know. Okay. So in 2013, the word of the year was selfie. Mm. Okay. Very nice. So I'll just run I'll run through a couple. Uh in 2014, the word of the year was vape. Very nice. Very nice. In 2015, the word of the year is the laughing, crying emoji. Okay. Wow. How does that count? Yeah, they just stopped giving a shit at this point. (laughs) Well, we're going to get better here. Oh, yeah, better. (laughs) In 2016, our word of the year was post-truth. Which wow. um, must be a reference to uh, fr- election fraud or something, I'm guessing. That was around that time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I could click on it and find out, but I don't care to. Um, in 2017, the word of the year was youthquake. <laughs> youthquake. Oh, All right. Yes, this one I will click on. Um... Uh, oh, youthquake is defined as a significant cultural, political, or social change arising from the actions of young people. Okay. Oh. Wow, that is, that is something. Okay. And youngsters. 2018 word of the year was toxic. Yeah. Wow, that's not surprising. This is about to get funny. Okay. So, we got five more here. So, 2019 word of the year is climate emergency. Whoa. Wow. (laughs) Isn't there like a bunch of forest fires going on at that time? I thought there was one Um, recently. Uh, Yeah, towards like the end of 2019, I think. Like I guess it's fire. Yeah, it could also have something to do with like you know everybody bitches about the ozone layer and emissions and stuff like that. The snow cat things melting, floods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm guessing it has more to do with that stuff, but I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of the same though because the um it, it's been related to uh, climate change. The frequency of oh. yeah, that's very true. Um, for twenty twenty, shouldn't be any surprise what our word of the year is, but it's either COVID or pandemic. <laughs> they actually picked. Um, they Social called it. Thing. They called it words of an unprecedented year, so they actually kind of copped out and made several words so remote working covid19 social media oh my god really social media (laughs) yeah what i know i feel like they kind of uh they were a little late to the party with that one yeah i know okay in 2021 
the Oxford word of the year was vax. Mm. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. You definitely <laughs> needed to get vaccinated. Absolutely. <laughs> if you have on my I'm on my sixteenth booster, match me. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. I like to go every two weeks just to be safe. Oh yeah. I get one from each of the different brands just to make sure I have no blind spots in my immunity, yeah, my immune system. Salad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steven's or Jesus, Steven. Empty them all into a bowl that. and then suck it back up in one <laughs> syringe. Peter's got more friggin' uh vaccinations than he's taking showers this month. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I shower oh every God. day, so I should tell you how serious <laughs> wow. I take it. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, all right, I don't know if you guys are ready for this. Brace yourselves. but So this is last year, 2022. The word of the year was goblin mode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. Uh, What's... What's the origin of that? It's just I think it's a meme word. It came from a meme. Don't you know go, going goblin mode? Goblin mode is a slang term often used in the expression in goblin mode or to go goblin mode, a type of behavior which is unapologetically self indulgent, lazy, or greedy. <laughs> Typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. Oh, because I've known some ladies that go on goblin mode, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) I don't know what you're saying, Seth. Could you please elaborate? Uh, Performing oral sex. Uh, Got it. Mm -hmm. I was trying to set you up with a D's nuts joke, man. Come on. I I thought about it, but it's a bit trite. (laughs) Are you guys a... Are you guys a fan of parody songs? Yes. Oh, how about a pair of these nuts? Oh, oh. Got me. <laughs> okay. Um, so that brings us to uh, twenty twenty three. The present. Would you guys like to guess what our word of the year was? You've all heard it. You all love it. You've probably said it. Bussin? Bussin would be a good pick, but no. It's not it. Clapped? <laughs> Bofa? I'm Bofa these. <laughs> All right. Well, let oh, me yeah. know when you would like me to reveal it. Reveal it. Okay. <laughs> Oxford word of the year 2023 is cap. R I Z Riz. Okay. I oh, have not said that. <laughs> I've said it quite a few times only because this kid at work um likes to say it to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has become a quite the fun thing, though. You know, there's someone in our basketball league called the Wizard of Oz. It's pretty good. That's uh, I like the term yeah. the Rizzler. The funny part about that is that's uh, that's like a thirteen year old kid. 
That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, the Rizzler is good. Um, yeah, so for anybody that doesn't know, Riz is actually short for Charisma. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that cool? That's wild, That's man. Cool. I feel really dumb looking at these words, bro. Like, they can't do better. So, let me give you a quick recap. Selfie, yeah. vape, crying emoji, post-truth, youthquake, toxic, climate emergency, COVID words, vax, goblin mode, and riz. What the I'm fuck? that sus was never one of those words. I know, sus would have been good. YOLO would have been good. Yeah, sus became a pretty common word pretty quickly. Kind of out of nowhere. Dude, why can't we go back to a more simple time? Like, in 2005, the word of the year was Sudoku. Mm. Yeah. You we know? gotta bring bring back some words, like, <laughs> radical. <laughs> yeah, man. Tubular. Tubular. <laughs> uh, I like it. So, anyway, that's your... Oxford word of the year for 2023. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you, Oxford. That was really helpful. Yes. Congratulations to Riz. I, I appreciate your support of the English language. <laughs> I know so many more things now. Mm. You're educated. Congratulations. Um, okay. Moving on to... So, let's see. Earlier this month, maybe about a few weeks ago, I bought tickets to my favorite band in the world, and I'm very excited. They're playing like a, right down the street from where I live, King Gizzard and the oh. Lizard Wizard. Oh, I thought Ooh. you were going to say My Chemical <clears throat> Romance. My Chemical Romance, yeah, you know it. Um, I've actually seen them in concert a couple times. Dude, they're, they've disbanded. You can't even see them nowadays, even if you oh, wanted okay. to. Oh, MCR? Interesting. How, would, yeah. how do you feel about starting a MCR cover band? I would you can be sing. so down, it wouldn't even be funny. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Can I... All right, continue, please. <laughs> okay. What's my role going to be, though? Lead singer? Sing. Wow. I'm in. Um... As long as we can lead with I'm not okay every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard is coming to Thompson's Point in Portland, Maine next summer. I'm very excited. I bought tickets for a few people, and I know Nicholas got tickets, and it should be fun. A bunch of us are going, and it's going to be the fucking greatest show ever. I'm very excited. I am as well. So, I did I, I did have a question I wanted to ask you boys. So, for me, um, you know, this was my... Basically, what I wanted to ask is, what band would you guys want to see that you have not seen yet? Um, yeah, what's like a band that's on your bucket list? Or a, a hip-hop artist. Yeah, King Gizzard would be at the top of my list, so... Okay. 
Yeah, but it, we had the opportunity to see them. Right. So now I'm trying to think of like what it would be otherwise. Right. And then I I would go with the Arctic Monkeys. I think that'd be a really awesome show at like a an outdoor venue. Mhm. You haven't seen them yet? Nope. No. Hmm. I ha- so, animals as leaders for me. Okay. Do you have a band Peter that you want to see really bad? Not really. I mean, off the bat, I'm not really big into concerts, but thinking about it, I can't really think of any band that like I really want to see live. Um, Swans would probably be interesting, but it would also be probably a miserable experience because like it'd be so fucking loud. I doubt even earplugs would help. And I don't want to blow up my ears. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not really sure. I thought about uh, Bill Evans, who's a jazz pianist, but he's dead, so that doesn't that's not really an answer. Yeah, um, true. So yeah, no no, no good answer for that one. I mean, like, again, another one is uh, one of my favorite bands is the Beach Boys, but, you know, some of them aren't around anymore. They've broken up, so that wouldn't really be uh, something too... Too spectacular to see in in person right now. Yeah, I will say too though, if I could see a lineup from the past, like from a mm-hmm. deceased band or something. Yeah. Um, I would. Yeah, you know, I would love to see friggin' Sublime, dude, from back in the day. They oh. are so disgusting. <laughs> I would want to uh, see Death. Death is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the vocalist, like the front man, um, passed away in I think like nineteen ninety nine or two thousand. Okay. Yep. 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 Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited for that. I gotta temper it a little bit because it's a long ways away. Yeah. When is it again? August. 20th, I believe. Oh, right around. Yeah. yeah, just like a little bit after my birthday. Cool. But yeah, we're going to be at an outdoor venue. And uh, yeah, really, like I said, really close to my awesome. house. So I'm pretty pumped up for that. Um. Let's see. Speaking of things that are not coming for a really long time that I'm excited about. <laughs> um did you did anybody here watch the trailer for GTA six? Yeah. I, I finally got around to watching that a day or two ago. Okay. I meant to. I heard it looks really good. Yeah. What did you think about it, Peter? Well, uh my prediction years ago of the next one after five just being like five was the remake of San Andreas, and then I predicted six would be the remake of Vice City, and I was right. Yeah, they're setting it in Vice City, which is a stand in for Miami, Florida, kind of like Miami Vice, Scarface, that whole shtick, except modern day, of course. And so they're leaning into the whole uh, meme of crazy Florida man antics, a bunch of crazy shit happening. Uh, yeah. Uh, don't care about the the main characters. It looks like there's going to be two main characters this time. 
instead of three. It's just a male and a female. It looks like they're in a romantic relationship with each other. Uh, maybe they're going for that. What is it? Uh, what's that old that old movie with the uh, the outlaw pair of lovers where they like go out Bonnie and shoot and the cop at the end? Yeah, it's, they're going for that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll just see. I mean, they released it so early because it got leaked, so they had to just kind of release it because there's there's no point in not releasing it at that point since everyone had already seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I didn't think... What was it? I didn't think Red Dead Redemption 2 was that great, personally. Like, yeah, the story was really good, but I didn't really enjoy the gameplay. There was uh, plenty of videos on YouTube criticizing uh, the game for how linear the missions are, where it's an open-world game, but if you go 15 feet off the path, you fail the mission and have to start it over again. And then, like, there's this one popular mission where uh, you're supposed to sneak into a building, and the logical way is, like, climb some climb some boxes and sneak through a window on the roof, but that's not the right way. You have to go through, like, the front door and do a cell section, and if you go on the roof, you fail the mission. So, I'm not too excited for GTA 6. I think the uh, the people that work on the games in Rockstar has changed. I don't think it's like the same Rockstar from 10, 20 years ago. Um, I am excited for the online. I haven't played GTA Online, which is what they call GTA 5 Online uh, for five plus years, but I remember having fun when it came out with friends. It was a pretty unique concept at the time of just taking GTA and making it like the whole thing multiplayer, which was kind of what you had in four, Grand Theft Auto Four, except now you had more persistence. So you had, you know, money. Uh, you could like buy cars and pimp them out your own way and keep it when you logged out and logged back on. Whereas GTA Four is more of a traditional uh, match-based thing. So that's, I guess, that's what I'm most excited about is the multiplayer in Vice City, which will be pretty cool. Oh, and also I think. I'm hopeful the map will be more interesting because Grand Theft Auto V's map, if you remember, they had the city, but then like 80% of the map space was just like the desert. And I I don't know if I've said this before, but I, deserts in video games are my least favorite environment. I think they're really boring. Uh, I like, you know, swamps, sewers, even like, like Arctic biomes, which are kind of like the cold version of a desert. I still like those way more than the desert. So uh, in this game, it looks like there's going to be swamps and, you know, because you have the uh, the people going mudding in the trailer, you know, the rednecks or whatever. And yeah, I think that will be way... What's that? Boats. Oh, yep, yep. And, the yeah, the bayou, kind of. I think all yeah. that stuff will be way more interesting than the deserts of GTA Five if they get it right. Because yeah. I, I will say Red Dead Redemption 2 has the prettiest uh, open world map in any game I've played mm-hmm. easily. So I don't yeah, I don't remember being the desert in five being that big of a section of the map, but uh well there was highways there was highways that let you get through them pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um so it probably felt smaller but, than it was. There were some cool parts yeah. too in the wilderness in five like Mount Chiliad which was redone from San Andreas. It was like the big mountain, I think, to the northwest of town. 
Mm-hmm. That was kind of a cool area, but yeah, just and I don't mind rural towns. I just thought that that map was kind of boring. So yeah, I did like the addition of like in that area you could use ATVs, which is pretty cool, and you could oh yeah do some fun stuff like around that. I don't think four had those vehicles. Yeah. I can't remember, but I, I think you're right because it was all set in the city in Liberty City, right? Yeah. That reminds me that uh, one of the things I did on GTA Online back in the day was I just got on, like, the slowest bike, and a friend got on the same bike, and we just biked around the entire map. Yeah. Just in, like, an hour or whatever. That was kind of fun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I do think that's one of the things that's cool about it, is you can create a lot of memories and experiences that aren't... You know, you can create them... Mm-hmm. They're unique to you. They're not tied into like the story or a pre-scripted moment or anything like that. Yeah. Um. I will say that uh, as far as the uh, characters that they revealed, I thought that the the guy was pretty plain, but mm-hmm. I was really I I thought that the female was very interesting and um you know she's a minority character and I don't think I don't know that they've had a female. Uh, lead before in they haven't game, I don't so. think yeah. so she seems interesting I hope that they lean more into her and um, and and kind of what's going on with her but um, I'm excited to see yeah what it'll look like how much you can explore all the buildings and I'm excited to see if the um, you know how good the shooting is. If they basically. had more buildings to explore, that'd be great. I'm hoping yeah. they can do something like that with the the jump in console generations we've had. Um, because that's just something I like in in open world games is when you can go inside buildings even if there's really nothing in there, just for immersion's sake. Yeah. Instead of just being greeted by like a flat wall with a door texture pasted on it. Hmm. I remember not liking the shooting as much in five. So maybe Compared some modern. To four? Uh I think yeah. Okay. But the driving yeah. was way yeah. better. Yeah, the shooting I feel like has never been a very strong point of those games, but I agree the driving was better. It was a little more um arcadey, but people that say GTA four's driving was realistic or smoking crack. Because that is just not true at all. GTA 4 was like every car you're just driving on like black ice constantly <laughs> the entire time. It just wasn't fun. Yeah, true. Um, but you know, obviously we're a long way out. Uh, yeah, from this. But you know, I've I've have you noticed the, uh... there's been a lot of leaks for this game. Like they leaked that whole playable demo like a year ago. And now they've leaked this. And these are both pretty big leaks. Like, one, this leak is kind of showing you... I mean, the last leak kind of confirmed it with, like, the the female protagonist and stuff. But, um, you know, that yeah. was just kind of Sam GTA gameplay. But now we see kind of... We've had the story kind of revealed at this point. Where it's just this, this boy and girl, like, getting into crime. Committing crimes yeah. and robbing people and stuff. Yeah. Which isn't I'm surprising. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay majority, with that. The majority of people are probably more interested in just like the um, the online aspect of the game if they're going to do anything like they did with GTA 5. 
Yeah, and they absolutely will, right? Because it made them more money than anything else they've done by far to the point right. where they were... They're still supporting it now, I think. And how long has the game been out? Like over 10 years at this point or something? Yeah, and they make a ton of money from it too. It's got a pretty yeah. um, significant like RP community in it as well. People oh, that's that cool. Play on RP servers. Yeah, I never tried any RP servers on... on uh... Oh, wait, no... I'm trying to think. That's no, that's incorrect. I, I did try it. RP server. It was pretty fun. Yeah. So yeah. Pretend to be like police. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's kind of silly, but sounds fun. Yeah, I've seen some. Yeah, some YouTube videos where people do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. This is interesting, but I definitely think um, that that scene is big on YouTube with certain personalities who kind of ham it up for a fun, a funny, yeah, funny time for the audience. I never really watched any of those people. I just like did it myself and stopped when I got bored. But it was it was fun. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'll be. You know, I'll definitely. Uh, this is one of the few games for me that um, is like an auto buy, just mm -hmm. because it's um, you know significant to culture. A lot of people will be talking about it. It provides a lot of value between. The single player, the stuff that you create yourself, the online play. Yep. Um, so yeah, look forward to that in 2025. <laughs> yeah, there hasn't been a GTA game that wasn't worth buying when it came out. Just just to play through it once. Yeah, because yeah, the campaign's always been always been great. Even mm -hmm. in even in four, which you know people would probably consider the weaker one of the weaker if not the weakest single player campaign uh it was still yeah. it was still worth it you know do you guys so, remember the um like the copycat games that were coming out for a while um hmm. one of them was like streets of la yeah i don't remember that one i remember sleeping dogs which was a gta ripoff and i really liked that game that was actually a good game in its own right if you like like kung fu kind of cop movies Oh, that was a great game oh, for yeah. that. They have like the Godfather, Mafia. Um, oh yeah, Mafia. Same. Mafia was interesting because it was open world, but it was actually just missions in the open world, back to back. Saints Row is a you know huge yep. knockout. That's true. Yeah. The but, Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Run. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a fair point. Yeah. What did you think about it, Seth? Are you interested? Um, I actually have not seen the uh, the trailer yet, but I've heard oh, some okay. people talking about it. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's a couple minutes. It doesn't really show anything, but it looks like it's going to be hectic and gives you a little insight into the story. So, uh, all right. So... I was one, so I did prepare a another, or not prepare it, but I picked another video games twenty questions. If you guys okay. want to take a crack at that, oh heck yeah, sure. Okay, so I've got the game pull pages. I got ugh, I've got the games page pulled up on Wikipedia. Nice. So if you guys are ready, go go for it. Okay. Does anyone have something they want to ask right off the bat? You go ahead, Peter. Okay. I'm trying to think of... 
how to eliminate the most it's, amount of things with one yeah, question. I'm going to ask something about the publisher, but I'm not sure if I want to ask a certain publisher or if it was not. So I, <clears throat> I, I might have a question that will help with yours, Peter. Okay. Is it is it a series? Is the game part of a series? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Just gonna ask: Is it a role-playing game? As in RPG? Yeah. Um. Yes, it is an RPG. Is it published by Nintendo, Sony, or Microsoft? Yes or no? Uh, published by Nintendo, Sony, or... Yeah, did any of those three publish it? Or what was not? the third one? Nintendo, Sony, or who? Microsoft, the big three. Um, yes. All right. Would that automatically make it an exclusive, or would it? Uh, I'm not asking this. I'm asking like Peter. That's a good question. I think there's been some games where it's published by one of them and it's non-exclusive, but it's pretty rare. Mm-hmm. So I would yeah, bet it's, it's an exclusive. Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, what? If I'll, I'll just ask another publisher question. Was it published by Nintendo? No. Okay. It's like we got so, a Sony so game here. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Microsoft probably has done something like that at one point, but they don't have anything notable yet. Should we ask if it's published by Sony, or would that just be a waste of a question? I think, think we'll get it. If I, I don't think it's a waste. I don't think that it's a waste. How? What do we have for questions? How many? You've asked four questions so far. You got oh, six. I... It's definitely not a waste. Go for it. Okay. So I'm asking, and guys, stop me if this isn't what I should be asking, but was it published by Sony? That's your question? Was it yeah. published by Sony? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's five. Okay. I got one. Um, was this made after 2010? No. Okay. I'm curious. That's a little confusing because it's part of a series and maybe some of the games are made after 2010, but this one wasn't. So that's what I'm yeah. a little confused about. Um, Sony. Is Trails of an entire series? Can I ask, is it Trails of? It, it, is, it... Is, it is a series. Okay, can I ask that? I'll ask, uh, is it is this game part of the Trails of series? Because that's published by Sony, right? Do you mean no. Tales of? Uh, Tales. Mm. Trails of Cold Steel? So you're talking about? Were you thinking like the Trails of Cold Steel game or the Tales of like Destiny, Tales of... Uh, oh, is there only one Trails yeah. game and there's multiple Tales games? Then I'll ask... No, like... there's there's multiples of both. 
Okay. And they're both they're both Sony though, right? Um I don't think that the trails of cold like the trails of games. Oh, are, they're they're not Sony. So Okay. No, those are published by like NES or something. Yeah. Gotcha. NIS or something. Sorry. Should we ask them? I shouldn't, I shouldn't Should... have. Uh... Um, is this playable on a PlayStation 2? Um, so. Like, is, it, is it a PlayStation 2 game? No. Oh boy. I feel like there is. Hmm. So that would leave it. And then I'll say. Uh, what Peter? What did you ask? Well, I think I was asking about oh, if it was a. Um, it's not. I'll say it's not a Trails of Game no, or say, okay, okay, a Tales of Game. It's not neither okay. one of those series. Okay. And then you guys are up to eight questions, so still plenty of time. Mm-hmm. So it's made by so... Sony. Free and not PS2, not Trials like PS1. Well, no, no, the PS3 was out at that time for a while, right? For 2010? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, it, it must have been. Um... The problem is I never really got into any of the PS3 RPGs. I, I know there was like a fair amount, but I never used the console for that. And it it, it could be a PS1 game too. Um, we can ask. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's a valid. Oh question. yeah, if it's is it like a? Should, yeah, someone else what, asked it. Is it. Was this on uh, the PS1? Was this game on the PlayStation One? Yes. All right. Nice. Okay. And it that's wouldn't an... be Final Fantasy because that's published by Square Enix, right? So we can knock all that. We can knock like Final Fantasy Tactics off mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So, so like, don't, what else is there? Don't um, don't get your uh, or like publisher and developer. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get those yeah. mixed up. Yeah, but the confusing part is I'm pretty sure Is it a final mm. is it one of the Final Fantasy games? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't want you guys to go to knock well, yeah, off. Yeah, I was gonna say it's confusing because sometimes like Square like when Square was Square and not Square Enix, uh, you know, there's the two different companies and then they like merged. Um and sometimes they publish their games and sometimes they don't. So it's yeah, it can be kind of a mess. Yeah. Developed by Square but published by Sony. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Continue. Should we waste like three questions? Questions I mean, on asking they, if it's like Final Fantasy Tactics, is it Final Fantasy Six, is it Final my, Fantasy Seven? My first go to to would be I mean there's seven of them. Is it Final that, Fantasy Seven? Eight there are eight of them that are that are playable on the, the PS one. Oh, okay. 
so, so we can just trial and error. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. You have ten questions left, so <clears throat> actually no, you can't. If you just remember though, if you guess and it's wrong, you lose. Oh really? So, yeah. So you have oh, to. Oh. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, okay. you can't just guess a bunch of games. Oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, does does the game have a number in its title? Yes. All right, so we know it's not Tactics. Did it come out after the PlayStation was released? When it wait 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 don't answer that, Tim. Don't answer that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a guaranteed yes, right? Because there well, would no. Be no, there'd be no games releasing for the PS One when the PS One isn't released. Well, you that's not true because game? because Final Fantasy one, two, three, four, mm -hmm. five, and six were not okay. Yeah, so were not they, were, they were playable. They were not originally made for okay PS one. They're like Super Nintendo or or some. So I think that is a valid question. Okay. Yeah. Well, I re I retract my my pause to that answer, Tim. If you want to answer that, so you're basically asking if it was a launch title. No, I'm asking if this is a game that came out uh, for PlayStation and not another system before that. Understood. Um, it was originally released on the PS One. Okay. So that means. So yeah, it wasn't. It's, it didn't it's come not out one through six. So that was a very good question. Right. Because that just is, it. So it's a is, numbered title, and it's not. Sorry, sorry, Nick. You you got it. Is there a black mage in the game? With glowing <laughs> eyes and a funny hat. Um, is there a uh, one-winged angel, perhaps, in this game? <laughs> is there a guy with a really big sword? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Nick, your question is ZV, right? From 9? Yes. So, it's not that. Okay. That's 13. Oh man, or nine? How many games do they have on the the PS One? I thought it was only like it's it's either seven. eight or seven. Okay. okay. Is, is the main character named Cloud? Yes, he is. Oh, is it Final Fantasy Seven? Wow. Yes, it is. Nice. Ding 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 ding. ding, ding, ding. Well done. You definitely, you definitely carried me through that one. I was out of my element there. I. I have a lot of Final Fantasy knowledge. Nice. I picked that game for Nicholas. Last, okay. Nice. The last one was a Peter game. And sure, this one yeah, was yeah. for Nicholas. While I do love Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy Tactics is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I still need to play that. I will play it eventually. It's. I was like, actually just thinking about it like the other day. Literally yesterday. I'm like, I should play that game. The story's great. Combat's easy. 
nice. Yeah, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not someone that really craves a super challenging RPG system because I always will end up just getting frustrated and grinding. So it's nice when it's just easy, so I can get through it first try or whatever, or you know, without having to go grind. True that. Well, that was fun. I enjoyed being on the side of that and listening to you yeah. guys talk through it and stuff. That was cool. So you guys are two for two. Good job. Hell yeah. Nice, mate. Thanks for cooking start. that up. Oh yeah, no problem. I mean, it's just as you know. It's pretty easy to do, and I stole mm-hmm. the idea from another podcast. So, oh, okay, nice. it's about as lazy as you can get. But <laughs> could do that with a movie yeah. too, or a TV show, or yeah, that's true. I thought about doing a band, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, we should. I should definitely mix up the genres, but uh, um, are there initials yeah. KGLW? <laughs> yes, is it? <laughs> One, one and done. Yeah, I just feel like um, with like you know the years release, the systems, the developer. I just feel like there's a lot of questions that you can ask about games compared to like mm-hmm. a band. Yeah, is it you know you can ask like is it rock? Is it? It just it seems like it would be harder to get to the answer, but I don't know. Maybe not. No, I can see that. But I don't know if I. What would you guys even ask if I had a band in my mind right now? Um, and you you could say musical artists so that we could. Because if you said a musical band, artists, be like that's true. Pointed on like a rock band or something. Mm. Yeah. yeah. To a musical artist, I'd be like, okay, is it a band or is it a you know? Like, are there multiple people in it, or, or is one person? Okay. Yeah, I guess. What like, years were they active from? Yeah. yeah. Uh, are, are they currently touring? Okay, okay. I could see that. Maybe I'll do something. Or, but, yeah, movies would be good, too. Movies would be really yep. good. Or what was the other one you said? Like movies. a TV show. Yeah, TV show. You could do a, a okay. food. You could do a type of food, like a dish. Oh, yeah, I was thinking that, too. A snack like, food would be fun. Yeah. Like, say it was, like, gummy bears, you know? Like, yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Get down to that. Mm. Or we could do, like, energy drinks. You know, <laughs> the, the answer could be C4, Starburst Cherry, Zero Sugar. Yep. <laughs> so very specific, but... Early morning, um, going to work. Do I start my car first? Nah, reach for the C4. Favorite flavor, Starburst. <laughs> Dude, I think... Um, I'm going to have to see if they can sponsor the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I could you probably know. do like a whole 32-bar verse. If they... <laughs> yeah. oh my God. There's one person that wants to hear it. <laughs> I want to hear it. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, all right, so I don't know. I have a couple more things, but um, is there anything that you guys wanted to talk about before I keep going? Uh, no, go on. No, okay, so 
I just wanted to give. I finally beat Mario Bros. Wonder, and I know oh. Nicholas beat it too. So I wanted to give my final kind of thoughts on that. So you guys remember, um, famously on our last episode, I ranted and raved about it. I called it Mario Br- Mario Bros. Blunder, <laughs> and um, I think I mostly stand by that. Um, I thought it was just a pretty average experience. I give it like a seven out of ten. Okay, um, so it was still good though. I mean, seven out of ten is a good score. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed the latter part of the game. The um, the last couple, the last world in particular was fun. Or it wasn't really a world. It was just a few levels leading up to Bowser, the final fight, mm-hmm. and then the special. Uh, world had some, uh, which is you know the bonus area that you can get to. Yeah, um, had a lot of cool levels in it, and um, yeah, it was. So the um, there is one final challenge in the game where it's a gauntlet where you have to beat like twelve challenges in a row without dying, and if you play it normally, it's actually quite difficult. Um, but they added a character into the game. I'm, I don't know if you've seen, but, you know, Nabbit and Yoshi, which don't take any damage at all. So, oh yeah, this is for the beginners, right? So they can power yeah. kind of through. So, you know, when it came to that level, I just, you know, Nicholas gave me the tip of just switching to that character and then you can pretty easily cheese it. Just okay. running through because you don't take damage from anything. And um, so you can play as Yoshi that doesn't take damage, but when he gets hit by stuff, he has like knockback damage. But if you play as Nabbit, he's like completely unaffected by anything. <laughs> so you can just jump through whatever and, you know, it's pretty much no worry. Yeah. There are some levels where you have to go quiet. Uh, quick and jump over pits and stuff where the damage thing doesn't really help but on the levels it does um makes a big difference there's one in particular where there's a bunch of those like lines made out of fireballs that are spinning all over the place and um being able to just jump through them makes it extremely easy um there was one final challenge at the end that I could not beat, unfortunately, and I had to have uh, Nicholas do it for me. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that sounds uh, pretty tough. The shame. Yeah, You're invisible. You want to talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the very last level is you're invisible and you have to jump off of balloon things. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's just clouds, so it's, it is a challenge. And when he says you're invisible, like, you can't see your character on the screen. Right. Yeah. Like there's no outline. There's nothing. You just get like the cloud movements and you have to hope, you know where you're landing. Oh man. That sounds, I, there has to be a trick to it. There it's has to be brutal. a trick that, that gives you like some indication of where you are. It's probably like, um, an input, like, a... like as you're jumping through the clouds, do the clouds kind of like poof where you are or something. Yeah, the yeah. clouds move out of the way as you travel through. Oh, okay. So, like, okay. That helps, but... Yeah. It happens so quick, though. Mm-hmm. It, 
Yeah, it happens quick, and you have to make sure that like the arc of your jump is good. That does yeah. sound like a challenge. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, Wait, so that's actually pretty cool, though. It's cool that they um, they kind of made it challenging at the end, so it wasn't just a total cakewalk. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of, uh, you know, I don't feel like I really earned it, to be honest. I wish they, w- or somewhat maybe, would have disabled mm-hmm. those special characters in that level, because anyone that was using those to get through the game, there's no way they could have made it that far. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, the it only helps people like me that could beat everything, but, you know, weren't up for the challenge of that. Sure. So, um, but yeah, you know, and I thought it was just okay. I'm glad that they made it. I'm glad I experienced it. I love Mario. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, once I get through Baldur's Gate 3, I'm going to buy another Mario game, the, uh, Mario RPG. I know Nicholas mm. is working his way through that, so... Um, I am, but I'm trying to be very stubborn and do the 100 consecutive jumps, and I've just stopped all story stuff until I do that. Nice. I've gotten to, like, 67 consecutive, but it's not 100. I do that with games, too. Sometimes I'll just kind of, like, stop all progress and beat my head against the wall. And it's really like if I can, if I can get to sixty-seven, I can get to the hundred. I know that. Yeah, just do it thirty-three more times. Yeah, it and it just has to happen the one time, and it's to unlock the best armor in the game, like to get it as soon as it's available when you get to that place, is like that was my that's my goal. Mm-hmm. Is this something that you can do in any fight? Or is there a particular thing you have to do it? on or so there's some tricks to do it are to use like a spiny um enemy and jump on them because they won't react to the jump and they're immune to the damage so you can actually just keep practicing Um, okay so you want to go to an area that has a lot of those yeah but you're so you're killing the other enemies that are on screen and then you'll leave that one enemy and you'll just keep going and defend with your other characters and they just stay alive until you run out and then you kill it, win the battle, go back to your house, rest for free, go back to the map, get into one fight. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. This should be good. A lot of cool games on the horizon coming out. I should probably work on the ones that I have currently, but Mm. I keep getting distracted by stuff like YouTube and Magic the Gathering and, you know, just whatever. (laughs) All kinds of stuff. I'm also really struggling to get back into Boulder's Gate. It's a friggin'... It's a massive undertaking, to be honest. Like, where are you I'm at? 80... Huh? Where are you so, at? Like... I'm just about at the end of Act One. I just, um, I'm into the, uh, 
Uh, yeah. Peter's going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just for, so our audience knows. Um, so, I, I don't know. What is it called? The mountain pass? The area that has the... Um, yeah. Okay, so I'm into the mountain pass area. I did above ground. I completely explored the monastery. I got the, like, crest to go unlock the um, the mace downstairs and the Githyanki area, but um, I kind of just entered into the Githyanki crash. I haven't done, I haven't really talked to anyone in there or done any oh, yeah. um, missions, so from what I hear, I'm going to probably end up having to kill everyone in there, and I don't know. Yeah, so. there's probably a way that you don't have to, but... Yeah. But, um... So yeah, uh, and then at at the end of that, I'll have to choose which way I want to go to the Moonrise Towers, and um, then I'll be into Act Two. Nice. So, um, yeah, you know, games like that. If I go too long without playing it, I almost just like want to start a new save file. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just like try a different, and do some stuff differently see the yeah. first part of the game again but yeah i wish yeah if i could do it over i'd probably do some things differently but i'm pretty happy with my party yeah. um it's just thinking about like there's a whole other i've played the game for 80 90 hours and there's a whole nother half to it yeah like like i'm not even close to the end and that to me is just it's overwhelming like i don't know it's all good it's just video games and if i don't play it whatever but i have like a huge backlog here and some other cool yeah. games coming out in the future so half of me wants to um kind of ditch it but uh you know i'm anal about it i gotta see it through now it's it so yeah what seth oh i just said it's so good though oh really does it get good yeah okay you've beaten it already I'm at the very end. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like, I could just beat it right now, but I was kind of like, not sure what I wanted to do, because you were faced with uh, some decisions towards the end. Oh, okay. Have you, um... Paralyzed with indecision? Yeah. Have you ever Googled, like, the results of what could happen from a decision? I Googled the options that you have, but not what happens. Oh, okay. That way I could like kind of plan out the choices I wanted to make, but I have no idea what what's going to happen when I do that. Yeah. I've done that several times where I go online and just look up like what will happen if I pick this one or which, which decision should I make basically um, for the yeah. consequences later and in I the I don't game. think it's that big of a spoiler to do that. Yeah. I mean... Depending on what you play the game for. I just like, I mostly play for the combat. Yeah. Yeah. I I played it to just be ridiculously overpowered and destroy everything. Yeah. Mass and I, destruction. I did a pretty good job of it. Nice. Actually, so, yeah. huh? Yeah. I was going to say, I have a couple of playthroughs planned after I finish this one. Like what I want to do, what kind of character I want to make and all that. Nice. Uh, who, I was talking to someone who 
Oh, yeah. Someone I work with said that they, because they talked with me about it, they started a new run, and they did, like, the, the dark one. I forget what that's called. Um, the Dark Urge? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, the, um, the playthrough, essentially. Yeah. I've seen some of the options that you get with that, and they're pretty fucked up. Um, but, yeah, they didn't mess around with that. So, uh, okay. Well, I didn't have much else to talk about. I was going to mention the NBA in-season tournament, but I'm sure... I know Nick and Peter don't care about that. <laughs> and uh, I think it's not pretty gonna, cool. Not going to bring up the Game Awards? Oh, um, I... To be totally honest, that was not on my radar, but oh, okay. if you have any information that you'd like to share from that, I'd wouldn't I would love to yeah hear. it uh it happened what night was it it was uh last thursday um so just going through the awards game of the year everyone already knows Baldur's Gate 3 won um players of voice okay. Baldur's Gate 3 everyone loved it uh, that's an ongoing that. game oh you didn't know that no. yeah I mean PG3 huh a lot of people have said there's been a lot of good games this year, and it's definitely better this year than last year. If I'm recalling correctly, yeah. last year was really dry, and I barely played anything. Uh, was that stuff that you know I, I already played? Um, yeah, Baldur's Gate three won. Nominees for that was Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Resident Evil four, Tears of the Kingdom, Marvel Spider Man two, and Alan Wake two. I'm not sure. I don't think I talked about this, but when I first saw those nominations, I'm like, well, first of all, why is Super Mario Bros. Wonder on there? And why is Marvel <laughs> Spider-Man 2 on there? Um, I understood the other three, Alan Wake 2, which I actually played through. Um, that was probably, if Baldur's Gate 3 didn't come out, I think Alan's, Alan Wake 2 would have won it pretty handily. Uh, Resident Evil 4, it's like another good remake from Capcom. Sounds like it was better than the Resident Evil 3 remake, which was kind of not very well received compared to 2 and 4. And then Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, you know, everyone liked that. Um, Dude. But, uh, of course, Tears of the Kingdom was just kind of like... It was just doing the same thing as uh, whatever that first one for the Switch was called. It was just more of that, so not really uh, doing anything innovative there it's just like a, a good game but nothing special so mm. I, I i see why we'll just get to be one um so i got game say, of the year what's up i will say on that that i agree wonder doesn't belong re4 great game great good. game you played it oh my god i yeah i, I didn't was... realize i it didn't strike me as the type of game that you play but i think you probably mentioned that you were playing it already i mm -hmm. forgot about that um, yes, lots of nice. RPG qualities, genre oh, really? bending. Okay, I love the um, resource management. Yeah, um, I'll definitely tense, pick it up but... when it's on sale. It sounds like it's worth full price, but I just don't really want to pay full price for it. Um, well, yeah. So okay. decent, yeah. decent game of the year nominees. Besides some couple weird things, Players Voice, Baldur's Gate Three, which is obvious that game has a massive fan base that. Shout from the heavens how great it is, including, you know, 
many, many friends that I have, and I'm sure that you guys have as well. Uh, everyone loves it and is raving about it. And then the best sure. ongoing game, the nominees are Fortnite, Final Fantasy XIV, Apex Legends, Genshin Impact, and Cyberpunk 2077. So oh, a couple of those... Are, DLC, right? Yeah, a couple of those are no-brainers. Fortnite has had crazy ongoing support, but mainly that's because it makes so much money. Um, Final Fantasy XIV is just an MMO that has not totally screwed up. Like, over the years it's been running, which most MMOs do. Uh, Apex Legends has pretty decent support from what I've seen. There's still new stuff coming out for it, trying to keep it fresh. And then Genshin Impact is everyone's favorite, uh, like, pseudo-gacha game. And Cyberpunk was kind of an interesting one because there wasn't really much ongoing support besides them releasing the expansion pack for it, which also changed, um, like, game mechanics completely, too. Like, they took out a lot of the RPG elements and made it more of a... Just uh, something to immerse yourself in, rather than a role-playing game, if that makes sense. But Cyberpunk 2077 won that award, which is interesting, but not... I kind of get it, because all the other games were very live service, so ongoing support is kind of just the standard. So like having good ongoing support for a live service game is nothing special. So... Yeah. Yeah. Um, studio slash best studio slash game direction. I don't remember there being a best studio, but I do remember there being a game direction award, which I was pretty passionate about uh, that it should be a certain game winning. But the nominees were. I'm looking at this on Google and it's kind of garbage. So I'm just going to go to their actual site so I can. Uh, because it's like mixing the categories together. So best game direction uh, nominees are Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom. This is for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. And uh, Alan Wake 2 won that, which it absolutely should have. It was, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it was way more innovative than any other game on the list by far. Uh, best narrative was Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy 16, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Alan Wake 2 won that. Which, again, um, it definitely deserves to win that. Sounds about right. Sounds like a pretty yeah. good game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's decent. It's alright. Uh, best art direction was Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, uh, Mario Bros. Wonder, Tears of the Kingdom, and Alan Wake 2. Alan Wake 2 won that. And that's for outstanding creative and or technical achievement and in artistic design and animation. And I can definitely see why it won that because it had a lot of really great visuals, uh, a lot of visuals that hadn't really been done in other video games, lots of different takes on uh, presentation of like what you're seeing on screen. So best score slash music nominees for Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Hi-Fi Rush, and Tears of the Kingdom. I just want to say, I know Tears of the Kingdom is a great game, but it absolutely should not have been nominated for a soundtrack uh, award, in my opinion, because uh, that is some of the most bland music I've ever heard in a video game, and it was clearly just put in there, like the little bells and chimes that you hear sometimes when you're playing the game, so there wouldn't be dead silence the whole time. Like, 
it, it's just it's not it's not uh good music in my opinion so final fantasy 16 won that and a lot of people were not surprised by that because the guy that made the music for that is a guy named masayoshi Sokin, who did final fantasy 14's music and a lot of other final fantasy music and he's just basically been uh banging out bangers for many years consistently he has not uh fallen off so i didn't play 16 but i'm not surprised that that one with him making the music uh best audio design which is in-game audio and sound design not music uh i'll just say hi-fi rush was the winner there which kind of makes sense because it was a game entirely based around the rhythm of the music as a game mechanic uh, best performance went to Neil Newbon for Baldur's Gate 3. He won that one. Uh, the other the other uh, nominees for that was Ben Starr from FF16, Cameron Monaghan from Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Idris Elba from uh, Phantom Liberty, Melanie Libbard from Alan Wake 2, and Yuri Lowenthal from Spider-Man 2. Was that um, Asteria? Yes. yes, I think so. Okay. Um, just looking for some other things here. Yeah, best ongoing game. We talked about that already. Best indie game. Uh, some of you might be interested in this. I'm not too big into indies, but the nominees were Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. And uh, Sea of Stars won that. Is, uh, that the, is that the RPG that you played, Nicholas? No. Um, okay, never mind. I've I don't really know what any of these games are about. I've heard of David the Diver, but I don't really... Also, people were saying David the Diver shouldn't be there because even the devs themselves say they are uh, published by a AAA company. So David the Diver is, by the devs' own words, not an indie game. Uh, Best debut indie game, Cocoon won that. Best mobile game, Honkai Star Rail. Best community support, Baldur's Gate 3. Uh... Which kind of makes sense because they've released several like really big patches that have added in content and fixed a lot of bugs and changed the way the game works for free, right? So that kind of makes sense that Baldur's Gate 3 would win that. Uh, let's see. Best VR AR game was in Evil Village. Innovation and accessibility. This is kind of an interesting one. Forza Motorsport won that. I don't know why. Maybe uh, they have like, some features for um, I don't know. People with like disabilities to be able to play. Yeah, no, that must have been it. Um, I'm just curious of what they would do um, after games like The Last of Us Part Two and God of War had such crazy uh, accessibility features. Like, how would someone top top that? Uh, best action game, Armored Core Six. Best action adventure game, Tears of the Kingdom won that. Uh, yeah, that that makes sense. Uh, Resident Evil 4, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Jedi Survivor, Alan Wake 2 were all nominees. Best RPG, Baldur's Gate 3, obviously. Best fighting game, Street Fighter 6, that deserved to win. Um, Street Fighter 6 has been an excellent fighting game. Uh, great game to get into as a beginner. Um, it's not easy, no fighting games are, but it's way more accessible than most Best family game, <laughs> Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Nice. Let's give it yeah. up. Sports racing, Forza Motorsport, Sim Strategy, Pikmin 4, 
Best Multiplayer Game, Baldur's Gate 3, which kind of makes sense. Uh, the other nominees for that were Diablo 4, Party Animals, Street Fighter 6, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. I definitely think uh, Baldur's Gate 3 should win that, because it, it, it didn't look... I haven't played it yet, but from what I've seen of my friends playing, it looks very uh, nice to play in co-op with other people. So let me ask you this. Did Diablo 4 win any awards? I don't think so. I'm still looking, though. Uh, we're getting into the esports stuff now. Skipping that. Skipping most the bottom of the barrel here. Uh, most anticipated game: Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Oh, that beat Hades too. Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken Eight, which is very interesting because I've heard less uh about Final Fantasy VII than all those games except for Star Wars Outlaws, which I have no idea what that is. But like. I know people are super hyped for Hades too, and Like a Dragon was received very well, so I would imagine that has a lot of hype too. I'm hyped for Like a Dragon. Yeah. Yep. What else is this? All right, yeah, and that's it. Again, like the players' voices, what uh, people vote for Game of the Year, and of course it was Baldur's Gate three. So mm. let's yeah. hear it for our winners. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Seth, why did you ask about Diablo 4? This is a bad game. Because it's a bad game. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to say anything in case, uh, we had some Diablo 4 fans. You know? Um, but it right, does right. sound like it was, uh, it sounded like people were, before release, people were hopeful and saying it was a return to form, and then it came out, and uh, the hype died almost immediately. And I'm guessing that's why, because as you say, it was a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no problem. I didn't play it. The game's a piece of shit. I knew it was going to be. So you guys are all suckers for wasting your money <laughs> on it. Well, I'm just, it's, it's, again, I am, I've never been into Diablo, so I'm not really going to criticize it too much because I don't care. Um, but it just, it was kind of weird how Blizzard has been fucking up and Diablo 3 was kind of a train wreck, but then I was hearing a lot of people saying, no, actually Diablo 4 is pretty good. And, uh, yeah, now people are back to saying, no, actually it was a piece of shit. And I'm not saying you, you, you did that, Seth, or anything. That's just what I was kind of hearing yeah. across the internet. So uh, that's kind of interesting. I had fun when I played it, but yeah, I don't give shit okay. about online. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Don't worry, guys. In season five, there's gonna be, it's <laughs> gonna be popping. Oh yeah. Have they come out with another yeah. season yet? Season two, or three, whatever. Uh, I think they started season two. Yeah, season two. Uh, okay. Yeah. But I got out before, like season one even started. No oh, wow. Yeah, I I played it for, like hardcore for. Like a month, mm-hmm. ish, and yeah. then I was like, then "I was like, shit, this is bad." I got to like level eighty six with a druid, and then I was like, "Eh, I'm done." Okay, yeah, no longer having fun. Yeah, I do. There is something that, though to people's argument that though, like, if you played it that long, was it a bad game? Yeah, it can still I mean, be a bad game because that's not yeah. an argument. Because I was hoping it would get, it's like kind of like, 
Why would you it play can... it that long then if it wasn't enjoyable? Because you could, you're hoping it gets better. Because it's a it's RPG where uh, most RPGs have stories that start off bad and gameplay that starts off bad, and often they get better as you play. Honestly, much yeah. more time than you should be expected to. But yeah, that's not that's not an argument. Anyone that says like, uh, well, it must have been enjoyable that long, to some extent. Because if it was unplayable or janky or something. After like ten hours or something, you just would have stopped playing it. Well, the game can still be just playable okay. and bad. Yeah. It's just okay for like the know. first fifty levels, and I was hoping it'd get better, and it got worse. Yeah. Hmm. What, Nicholas? Didn't have anything. Oh, I thought you were saying something. Yeah, uh, especially especially with RPGs, a lot of them I would say, yeah, demand that you need to dump in like double digits worth of hours before you can make a fair assessment of them. Of course, it's always fair to just drop a game in like fucking 15 minutes if you're not having fun, right? But I think a lot of people have stuck out games that they originally weren't enjoying very much and it turned into something they really enjoyed by the end. Yeah. So, you know, people that play a game for a long time for like 50, 70 hours and then they're like, no, the game sucks. They were probably like hoping that it it would pick up instead of Stay the same or get worse. Yeah. Um, were there any announcements, game announcements there? Anything interesting? Yeah. So there was. I don't. I didn't watch it because I was busy. But a couple highlights was um, the the band that does the music for Alan Wake two uh, mm-hmm. performed, and like the people that that because they use you know like mocap people so like the game's characters the people that modeled them and stuff for dancing on stage and stuff uh they announced they surprise dropped a, a battle royale that we talked about earlier on the podcast called the finals that ian must be a very mm. big fan of um and they were like hey here's the finals it releases right now while this ceremony is going <laughs> on go download it and play it just a battle royale game um that's lame they announced New Game Plus for Alan Wake 2, which gives you like the quote-unquote true ending. You need to play mm. through the game a second time for that. And I'm sure there was other announcements. Oh, they announced uh, the new Monster Hunter, which a lot of people were going crazy for, because they had a very consistent schedule in terms of releasing and announcing Monster Hunter games. Uh, but then this time they were like a year late. I think it's every like five years or something. Um, so people were kind of worried... So when they announced that, it was pretty big news. Um, I think, didn't they show a trailer for... Um... Oh, God, I just lost it. Go ahead. Yeah, and then... Uh, oh, uh, the Final Fantasy Remake Part 2? Uh, probably. I don't... I played through the first part with a friend, and I didn't really enjoy it. I thought it looked really good, but I thought aesthetically it wasn't that great. Like, I think Midgard's just a very ugly. And I know it's, like, intentional. It's supposed to be ugly. But, like, the whole game taking place in some trashed shanty town was uh, pretty unappealing to me. And uh, the writing wasn't that good. And, I didn't uh, like it either. I played for, like, 60 hours hoping that it would get better, and it never did. Yeah, I was like... Well, I'm glad I experienced that because there's nothing quite like this game in terms of its gameplay and presentation. And again, the graphics looked amazing for something that was on the console. But uh, I don't get the hype. I think it's just 
I feel like it's just nostalgia from the original Final Fantasy VII. Because that, that game has a huge that... fan base. Mm-hmm. I think that was another game where I had to have Nicholas beat the final boss for me because uh the final boss was pretty crazy in that game. It was a big difficulty spike. No, yeah, I don't think I did that one. It was Final Fantasy 15 that I did for you. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I remember but in that I, like I just spammed healing. I was spamming Oof. healing every couple seconds in the final boss for Final Fantasy 15. It's kind of funny. But yeah, think... uh Besides that, like the Monster Hunter thing was just like the big thing. Um, I have a lot of friends that are really into that, and they were really like waiting for an announcement. So it'll be a mainline game. It'll be like the sequel to World, which is the big smash hit. They came out with yeah. another game in the meantime called Rise, but that's kind of like their off-season game. And uh, a lot of people didn't really like that one too much. It had the worst end game grind of any Monster Hunter game to date, which is pretty awful. Yeah. There are always going to be time sinks, but that one was just egregiously long and unfun, which I think left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Yeah. I'm still waiting on a remake of Final Fantasy Tactics. Mm -hmm. They did one already. It's on the PSP. No, they didn't. (laughs) What do you mean? What is that called? Lion's Tale or whatever? It's got like a subtitle. War of the Lions. War of the Lions, okay. That's, you what s- you say that's the downgrade. Because they changed like a lot of the, the text in the game, right? They rewrote a lot of stuff. I don't know that they rewrote it, but they added in a cool multiplayer thing and they added in some new classes, but yeah, just give us that. Okay. And they made it- and you already got a sequel on Final Fantasy Tactics A2. Mm. It, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, no. Not even close. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. But, yeah, that's a, that's a franchise that they could do something with, and they should, absolutely. Mm. Yes. Um, that's about it for the TG gays. I mean, that's, those are the highlights. <laughs> the TG, what was it? TG the Game Awards. Yeah, TGA. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, the Game Awards. Is that mm. the Keeley one? Jeff Keeley? Uh, yes. Yes. Nice, nice. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about? I'm ready to. Okay. I want to watch the second half of this basketball game. Yeah, I'll let you go. I'll just say real quick. Um, I've actually been playing a lot of WoW recently. Uh, classic WoW. Yeah. Uh, oh, Season of Discovery came out, which is like classic WoW re-release. It's, they're doing seasons, so you can kind of like shake it up and keep it fresh without being on yep. one server that has nothing going on for years. Uh, each season's a little different. This season introduced runes, which are new abilities that you can swap out on each character. Uh, and it basically opens up a lot of crazy stuff like mages, which are traditionally a damage-only class. With their runes, they can now be a healer class. Uh, rogues, which are traditionally you know squishy, leather-wearing damage dealers, can now tank, which is pretty crazy when you think about it. Um Yep, shamans can tank too, which, you know, that was a long time coming. A lot of people wanted that because they were kind of hinted at being able to tank while leveling with their talents, but then you get to 60 and it was totally unusable. Um, What else? There's a... 
trying to think. Those are the two craziest ones. And then the third crazy one is that warlocks who are, you know, cloth oh, robe wearing casters can now tank, which is also a big, big what if, like, dream. So, yeah, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun and it's it's quite nice. I'm really enjoying that they are actually capping the level at 25 instead of 60. So it's way easier to hit cap. It's way less sweaty. Uh, there's still, of course, sweaty people playing because there's always going to be those people in World of Warcraft. But I'm enjoying the more casual, laid back uh, vibe of this season. I've I've uh, cleared the uh, Black Fathom Deeps, which is a traditionally a five man dungeon. It's now a ten man raid. I uh, cleared that seven out of seven, all bosses down uh, last Thursday. No, which actually, that was why that was why I wasn't watching the game awards because I was doing that. Uh, what were you saying, Seth? Oh, so I did that last night. Nice. What class were you playing, and what uh, what what race and faction or whatever? I'm a gnome mage on okay. a Crusader Strike. Oh, really? Cool. We're I'm playing Alliance for the first time on Crusader Strike. Oh, no so, kidding. What's your what's your name? Yeah, I'll I'll send yeah, it to you in the uh, in the chat so our rabid fans don't harass us like Asgore. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't want that? But yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. Um, I'm playing a, a uh, Paladin. What's up? Is this um an official release by the company, or is it like a uh, mod? That's yes, it is not a private server. It's by Blizzard, supported by them. Um, it's still again one thing I find a little unfortunate is uh they're still charging fifteen bucks a month for Classic WoW. You know, some people would argue it's actually not that bad because it hasn't increased with the price of inflation. Like it was 15 bucks when it came out in, I believe, 2004, and it's still 15 bucks now, which is, you know, I kind of get that argument. But um, this feels a little, a little like I can afford it. It's not, it's not a money issue. It just feels a little uh, hard to stomach paying 15 bucks a month for a, you know, nearly 20 year old game. But I'm having fun with it. I'm definitely getting my money's mm-hmm. worth. So it's not that's not an issue or anything. And I think Seth said it's the better game, which is I agree with. It's definitely better than retail. Well, and I think I think Blizzard free. knows that. I think Blizzard knows that, which is why they're charging the fifteen bucks, because they know they can get away with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've been yeah. playing a lot of that, having a lot of fun. Um and I'll probably be playing some more since uh, classes are done and in, in between traveling for holidays when I've got the downtime. Yep. Nice. I uh, have have some opportunities to play it more than I used to. I'm just gonna nice. put it that way. Without saying too mm-hmm. much. I'm mm-hmm. Oh, shit. All right. Well, with that, we will call it a night. Thank you, boys, for joining me. Thank you for hosting, Tim. Absolutely. Thank you, it's everybody, for listening. If you made it this far, right. you can. If you want to take the place of DB Cooper, you can send us an email at theblockspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to answer any questions you have. Also, if you want to send us money for ad reads, we'll take that too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mastercard. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, I will try and put out this in a timely manner and we'll try and do another episode before a month, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Sure. 
Yeah, um, if you guys are listening, this episode's coming out soon. <laughs> Today is 12 not it's uh December 9th. So uh <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got to say. Everybody have a great Christmas and we'll talk to you soon. Yep, have fun. Happy holidays everybody. Happy holidays.